some redemption to do well we had a yeah we've had a roller coaster of emotions this last couple of weeks we, we, a lot of good wins a lot of good losses um it was interesting yeah we're three duels behind from our last podcast yeah, so yeah. if we, you haven't noticed we got a lot to talk about if you haven't noticed fuck you so instead of our normal format of breaking this down we're just gonna go duel by, yeah duel by duel we're gonna take this we're gonna talk about the results right up front and then we're gonna, um, and then we're gonna talk about the individuals and how they performed through the through the three duels. So, our first first duel, um, that the most anticipated duel of the season against Penn State. Gavin and I got it wrong. Uh, Penn State won twenty three to fourteen, um, and then we went into Minnesota but- and won eighteen to thirteen, and then tonight. We looked great, and we won 33-8 final score. We're going to actually, we got to jump into this a little bit sure. with the we, Penn State yeah, let's just, it, Penn let's State's just, the let's biggest do duel. Yep. Yep. Let's biggest duel of the season. You know, the, kind of really the, the point where we show who we are and who, the Penn State, it's one versus two. Like, we can't just completely bypass a little bit. I will say, we did do pretty much what we expected, minus a few things. Yeah, it's basically on... Brody Teske was upsetting. He was winning that, or not winning that not, match, but he was, was he was right in that great match. Great match. Yes. Yep. And he was, he was doing everything we could have expected from him. Yeah. Everything in the world, and 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 then even like even though start out the gate, Spencer Lee got taken down and almost put in a cradle. I mean, they were fired. They were fired up. They They were were. at Penn State. They fucking were ready to go. Yeah, and And which was the? It's expected. We know. We know that that's what they're. They know, and we know that we're the two. Yeah, it's not like it's no science. And, and, And that's you know what sucks like. Because I like after like I was at during Spencer Lee's match, even though he got taken down early, he obviously like like rebounded instantly. Yeah. But he came back and and got a tech fall eighteen to two. But it, in that moment, I'm thinking like, oh no, like we needed a pin here, and so you right, know what? Right actually, a, right away, can we actually? I got it. I you know I I was with you. I wanted to just go through these like one you know as a big lump sum. I can't. Sure. It's official. Yeah, let's do it. Because we'll, on we'll the message boards there were so many bitches from Pennsylvania, Penn State that were saying like, "Oh, you guys couldn't even Spencer couldn't even handle our number 3 guy." Like at one twenty five. At one twenty five. You beat him eighteen to two. <laughs> Listen here, you fucking cunts. 
You have dude, no are... idea what this man's been through. Dude, for one. The... Two, you have no idea how great he's going to be as he's going. He's only getting better from what he's gone through. Well, the... and I, 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 I wanna, I wanna. I if I these I so godly wish there was some of these people that say this shit right in front of my face so I can rip their goddamn larynx out of their throat. You, you know what I can like the the closest thing I compare a Penn State wrestling fan to hmm. is a Nebraska football fan. They are completely oblivious to the sport. Like they're so new to it. They are so like I'm not saying like don't don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not categor- have, categorizing. Have, have I said my favorite uh, Nebraska joke yeah. on the on, oh, on, on, on I this? I don't know if you have. Yeah, tell your Nebraska. My joke. favorite Nebraska joke is, you know how many Nebraska fans it takes. This is related to football, FYI. You know how many Nebraska fans it takes to change the light bulb? Infinite. They all just sit in the dark. And talk about how good the last bright, how bright the last light was. <laughs> exactly. That, that's all they do. Yeah. They just, they, they don't know what, the, they just think in the past. And this, this, this whole bullshit about, um, Spencer Lee got taken down and they, he didn't even get a pin. It's ridiculous. Quite honestly, quite honestly. He manhandled that kid. He, he, I don't well, even think. Was, I don't even think he wanted to pin him at that point. He wanted to show a dominance, and that's what a tech fall does. So go fuck yourself. To me, and I, I think that's what the, that's what the, um, a little bit of the disappointment was in the match was that it, you were watching it. And it was so obvious how much more physically dominant he was than him. Oh. And, and so, like, when the match concluded and we won by Tech Fall, I'm like, oh, Lee, you were so much better than him. You could, like, you could have pinned him. I, I, I believe nine out of ten times that's a pin. He just got so caught up and just beating the fuck out of him. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's it's a lot like Pearl Harbor. Yeah, exactly. You explain this. You, you fucking bomb the greatest man on earth. You know, you take down Spencer Lee. You just poke the bear, bitch. You know, you just upset him. Yeah. And guess what? If he ever sees you again, no. it's going to be a tech fall or worse. You might end up headless, decapitated. Yeah, you know, and that cunt. That's what's funny is like. All the criticism that Penn State fans gave to Spencer Lee for that match, that that uh, hoodie wrestle, um, Marka nobody, yeah. nobody. He probably came off the match like, "Whoa, you see that? I like got a takedown. Eighteen to ten. People are impressed. Nice. You fucking idiot. Yeah. And so it's, yeah. Anyway, but then we went into one thirty three. And Brody Teske, man, he looked fucking great. He was doing everything we wanted. Yeah. Everybody did everything they wanted for the most part. It, it, and he lived up like there was a lot of there was a lot of shit talking going on earlier because of the whole potential Spencer Lee and Bravo Young matchup. Because Bravo Young said, ooh, said ooh, I want to wrestle ooh. Spencer Lee, yeah. but he's not willing to how cut about, the how about to cut do down it. the little cunt. Yeah. So all, all this shit talking going into it. And 
all Iowa fans were saying is like, well, good luck trying to stall three to two match out against Spencer Lee. God. Like, because that's kind of what he would do against DeSanto. Like not I'm never I'm not I'm not ever gonna take away that I I think that RBY isn't a, He's a real it, deal. isn't a better wrestler than than DeSanto. I'm just saying if if you're his style is to stall, stall out and wait for mistakes, and the fact that the Teske took this down to what felt like the wire. Like I, I never thought that Teske would win, but I was impressed through the entire match until the last fifteen seconds. Yeah, he he got. Kind of a little. I don't know if it was. It wasn't even over aggressive. He just. He could have easily just backed out of that whole thing. Yeah. But he didn't. Yeah, he's an, he's Iowa, an Iowa wrestler. wrestler. Exactly. He he kept going. Yep, and that's what that's that's what I want. Like, We're okay like, with that. At the end, when you when you look down, when you look back on how he lost, he wasn't somebody. You know, it, m- most Big Ten schools and and kids that are that undermatched. They're gonna go into that match and they are gonna look at them losing. What 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 was the score? Three to two or four to two or something? Yeah, it was damn close. It, it, they're, they're gonna they're gonna go into that like that's a win. Yeah. Like, I'm getting out of here losing by a decision and that's going the team. And but, going back to the redemption thing, we'll talk about later. He fucking did well later. I mean, he, he this guy he learned from that. And there's some losses I, you don't. As much as, I mean, coaches say it all the time, and we're, as fans, we don't say it enough, but there's some losses that are okay to take. Uh, unfortunately, that was a pin, and that mistake was a huge deficit to what we wanted to accomplish that duel, but I guarantee he learned something from that. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have to be that aggressive when you're that close, and, and, he could have probably just went for low singles or something like that to try to still win and not put himself in a predicament. Right, exactly. Um, and then, uh, well, here's the thing. So so Real Woods looked really good against uh, Bo. Um, yeah. One-handedly. Uh, well, you know, when, when you're talking about top eight matchups, a four-to-one win, in my opinion, is... Is handedly. Yep. Yep. So I agree. Like yeah, I mean yeah. that that there was no chance for for a loss at that weight. Yeah, and in real woods, you know, he looked good against Minnesota. Um, one eight to one. He slowed let's, down let's, a little bit at the end. Well, let's let's stay on Penn State here. Okay. So so then we we went to one fifty seven. Well, I mean one forty nine actually was a. a I can't even see any of this shit. One forty nine, Max Mirren won four to one. Yeah, that was a great win. Yeah, that was a big win over Van Van Ness. Yeah, that was that was a win that once again we see Mirren just progressing, just like bop bop bop. Like it, sure, he didn't look that great early on, and he had close matches he lost, and, and and you know he used to always be that guy that we counted on on that one last takedown to win the match or whatever. Bop, bop, bop. He's just getting better and better and better. I feel like he's hitting a peak. We're going to see a peak out of him. He's getting there. I think he's a guy that's going to peak the longer that he is wrestling. He is a guy. So, so we, 
we will not actually see his peak until he walks off the mat of nationals with his hand raised yeah well raised or even if it's a loss like he will still be at his peak i really like, think like here's here's the thing though like, we we how many times the, did the i thought about it the, last the year further, that he's my dark horse the further you all american though the more likely you are to end with a loss like it uh, it, he, but the thing is, if Max Marin finished fourth in the nation, would you consider that disappointing? For what I've seen him go through, yeah. I think he deserves a nat- I said this last year. I said this last year. He is a national champ in my mind. He is that guy. Like, he's that guy that he has been. This is, this is what he does. Speaking of that, there's just these things, these people go through, this type of mentality. That you and I, you know, everybody listening don't even understand, comprehend to a level. We had, we we were at the Vine today with with Royce Alger and our you guys know him, our buddy Bruno, that um, having a cordial conversation about like what you know, think how we can progress the some individuals and talking about them and how where they're going and how they're doing and stuff and out of nowhere he happens to mention a kevin jackson of all things you know this is this is a guy that his their whole life is to do is to be a national champ and then move on and be an olympic champ yeah. and then if, you, if and you're the, a national champ then your next aspiration is that unless Unless that is your at like your 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 peak of what you set out for yourself, like if you're looking at what's next, that's that's it. And 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 the, the, the there's a lost understanding of what it takes and what mentality you have to be to be at that level, right? And I feel like Mirren is at that kind of thing where he's on that track. He's on that track, and whoever beats him, if he ever gets beat, will never be forgotten, right? It yeah. will be stuck in his mind forever, forever. Sure. And Bruno, like we talked about, mentioned Kevin Jackson's Royce Alger. Guess what? He leaves the fucking room. Doesn't even say goodbye. See ya. Gotta yeah. go. You know. And it's though that's that that's that man t- mentality. That's that mindset that, that all these guys have if they hit that level, and. I will. I I feel with Mirren, he is that guy. He is that guy that he he has a, a mark in his mind. He don't gives a fuck who's in the way. He will get there. Wins and losses and blah 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 on the way. But nationals win that title and move on with life. And if it doesn't happen, it will hurt him a lot. I feel it. He's that guy. Oh God. What? What? feels like a lot of pressure on Mirren now. Well, I'm just saying that he, he, that he, it's his, it's, I, no, I, I it's know. his I pressure. Like, it's I his life. It. It's his, his if, goal. If, if I had to bet, like, so if there was something, you know, if I got a bunch of names put in front of me right now, yeah. like a, uh, a Patrick Kennedy, a, a Nelson Brand, that feels that, Tony Cassiope, even, oh, 
No, I don't even want to say Tony Cassiope. So I, I feel like excluding Spencer Lee, Tony Cassiope, you give me the rest of the Iowa lineup, even a real Woods, and you mm-hmm. told and you told me who's going to be the what, guy. What a dark horse will win the national tournament for Iowa? Which wrestler is it going to be? It's Max Marin. And if it's if it's not Max Marin, like that's who I would pick because that's who I wanted to that's be. That's who I wanted to be. Yes, that's because that might be that might be a lot of it. What I'm saying, but I I'm telling you what he is. He's the guy. He I felt he was that guy last year. I mentioned it how many times, and he fucking it it was ugly. Uh, but well, he he, and, and his thing is like you and I even talked about this going in. Um, to what the duel before Penn State. It was a big matchup for him. I can't remember who it was, but we we talked about it. We're like, is it if Max Marin wrestles his style, he 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 has as good a chance as anybody. But he got fucking called for stalling twice yeah. in that match. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Any match Max Marin's getting called for stalling in, it's not gonna go well. Because that's not Max it's, Merritt. That's not a real he, call. He's not. Well, that. Well, the, that, and he's. If he's getting called for stalling twice, he's not wrestling the Max Merritt yeah. style. Mm-hmm. He's adjusting to his opponent. Yep. Yeah, that's a whole other. That's a whole other ball of wax. I mean, you, we've all been there. You know, anybody that's ever wrestled, you feel like you somebody, feel like you know wrestled. something about something, buddy, and and you're like you're, you know, I'm gonna play this one conservative and wait for his mistake. That's a mistake. You're making the mistake. You know, you got to go out there and wrestle who you are and be 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 the best you are. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's crazy. Like the mindset. It's a fuck. It's well, a yeah, mind fuck. Yeah, and anybody who's probably listening to this podcast wrestled, or at least cared about wrestling. Yeah, it's and, so and, and fucking when upsetting. they can when they competed when they went up against a top top uh, you know eight kid in the in the state or yeah. in the nation if you were wrestling in college, like and if you're if you're considered the underdog in that match, like it it, it means something to you to like keep it close to have a shot at the end but like he's got to understand like everything we're watching out of him when he's wrestling kids to this close or real like really close to the same ranking as him or below him he's dominating and he's and he's got to break through that with the top kids and, and man it's so hard and like when we talk about like what happened to him at nationals you know when when you lose one when you're on that path when you're on that you like i'm here to win it type of path right and then all of a sudden you lose one all hell breaks loose it's so hard to come back yeah. so hard to, i mean i i i read this last uh I, I think it, shout out to I wrestled Tony Hager or something posted something like a, you know it it, it it's weird like how the the mentality it takes to wrestle like there's nothing to lose to wrestle like you're giving it everything you got when you're behind and you're still behind and you're still giving everything you got and you still give everything you have at that moment even when you know loss is happening and you give everything you got still that's a whole nother mentality that cannot once you feel that 
once you have that once you have that feeling in you and you felt like what it felt like last time you were in that predicament and you still give every damn bit you have and you can squeak out a win it makes a whole nother man out of you you know and that is something that like a a Amirin has he's been there he's done that and he can do that like I feel like he's one of those guys that he can like is even though he's down he don't give two fucks we've seen it many times when we've talked about about certain people that give up at a moment where you're like really you have like four seconds five seconds left and all you need is a takedown you don't fucking do that because they haven't been there yet yeah max mirren's been there and that's sometimes that's what it takes you know your fifth year senior kind of mentality yeah yeah exactly like exactly that that type of mentality for like a freshman sophomore like looking at it it's like they don't understand i I got i got uh, three more years to do this 70 more matches in front of me yeah it's fine and then then a guy like max mirren's like this is i got i got you know Got, this is it. Yeah, I got Oki State next <laughs> week, and then I have whatever I accomplish. Yeah, I'm. I tell you, I'm excited for Max Mayer. I love that kid. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm excited for nationals, I, yeah. especially after watching today's duel. Um, but anyway, so going through, and then we had um, Kobe Seabrick versus uh, uh, Haynes, right? Yep. Pronounce Haynes. Yeah, so Haynes, this dude. So when we predicted this, we, we really thought it was going to be either him winning or Kennedy winning, if I remember right. right. And we picked Kennedy, I think, because we knew one of them had to win, and we felt like Kennedy had the edge mentality-wise at the time. We picked right, right? Yeah. And... And yeah, but I at, think we said either one could go either way. Yeah, but we're predicting it was like a 50 50. We win one of these coin flip thing, and we were pretty much down the nose because it, you know, this was a while ago. But Kobe had him in a bear hug, oh, he had him, he threw him to his back. back, but he got so excited. That's the thing, yeah. he got so excited, he bumped him off the ground as heavyweights, fat fucks. We know you don't just. You don't just jump on yeah. somebody on the ground. You let them on the ground. You know why? Because then they stay on the ground. If you throw somebody on the ground, they bounce up. And when they bounce up, that that, that gives you fucking... It gives you... Um, you, so you have a bear hug and you throw them on the ground and you bounce up and then everything goes loose, right? And then because there's that like bounce effect yeah. and then that gives them room to Separation. separate an arm through. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. If he would have just got a little less excited, hold him down and crunch and him down once, to the bottom. Once he crunched that hip. And, and then hold him tight. He yeah. would Sure, he would, might not have pinned him. But I get it. You're excited you have him in that opportunity. That, and he's young. He's, he's young. young. That's experience yet yeah, again yeah you'll learn from that i guarantee i guarantee i guarantee if it wasn't a brand there was a telford there that says hey you got somebody dead to rights like that you put him to the ground like you own that bitch yeah you know you don't throw him down to the ground like you're you're the big dick on campus you fucking just let him down there and let him know yeah. that you put him there and, and here's the thing so like i know i'm jumping kind of way ahead over the overall score. So we, we all know Iowa lost 23-14. You take away that pin from Bravo Young that, sorry, happened in the last 11 seconds of the match. It never should have happened. 
the way that match that was, was a wrestled mistake. out, that was a decision. And then you you give that match to Kobe Seabrick, it's a 17-17 tie at the end. Whole nother, whole nother yeah, ball game. Th- th- and that's with Warner and Cassiope. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I mean, we're skipping ahead, but I'm not going to lie. If if it comes to a tie coming at heavyweight, I'm, as a heavyweight, as Cassiope, sure, you know, a match is a match and you do what you do, but with he doesn't have to feel like he has to get a pin there. Right. Exactly. Yep. Is there not a different match there? I feel there is. I feel there's a whole other match, the kind of match that he's won multiple times. Others. You're talking about Cass? Yeah. 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 Cass could win that. He. Yeah, you can't he's tell. He's proven it. You can't tell me he's not thinking in the back of his head, like, God, what if they can fucking stick him? And he's looking for those opportunities as a rather than to win. Rather than just winning a match. Yep. And honestly, based off what I saw tonight, like, there's, there's no doubt. That Cassiope's right there with with Paris and uh, Kirk Lovett. Okay, so anyway, we went into the... The last the, one I want to talk about, 157. Or no. 165. 165. Okay, oh, I thought you were jumping up to... Uh, no, no, no. Get, no going I, out of Penn State. No, no, no. We're staying on Penn State I'm because, because Penn we're State. excited about it. Yeah, we, didn't, we didn't want to talk about this. Because Patrick Kennedy fucking... Looks good. Oh, he dude. controlled every aspect of that match. Yeah, he's what we well, said he was. I mean, it was, it came down to he to, to he is who we advantage. thought he was. Writing time advantage, writing time. But I was confident. No, here's the thing. Here's here's the loss aspect and what we see right there. He was deep on like what three four shots. Yeah. Yep. Like he he had takedowns there that were not quite takedowns they should have I mean they could have been finished yeah I will tell you what's his name what's this guy I don't even I can't even see anything you're looking at Fakandu 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 sure and you know what he's gonna be tough later he's young right he's a true freshman I think or a freshman or something but anyways um he's gonna be tough later but Patrick Kennedy was in on so many shots, deep on shots, and was borderline finishing them. That fucking new fucker, he was uh, all over the place, like stretching out, and he was he was limber as fuck. And hopefully, yeah, he the more steroids or anything he does will tighten him up, and that won't happen. But <laughs> well, that and I'm, I'm not saying he's tightening steroids. I'm saying wh- whatever he might be doing. Well, that and Kennedy just just kinda, old age. K- Kennedy has that confidence <laughs> in him now. He knows he he can beat him. So well, so well, the fact that he can he he could get that deep in on shots, even though he didn't finish them in the match, I bet still I, he's I, the better wrestler. If we want to talk straight deep takedowns, potential takedowns amongst each other, I think it was probably like six to one there in that match. Kennedy was deep and had a lot of potential takedowns. You know. When you're talking just straight shots, oh, fuck. I don't know what they call shots anymore. You know, like some slapping a knee shot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but he had a lot of potential shots that I thought were there. 
And then and then moving on again, 74. Nelson Brand's got a lot of he props. Looked, he looked good, dude. He like that, uh, he fought off a lot. I will I will say that he did not. He was on the opposite side. He was not as as aggressive as we would have liked, you know. But he didn't get dinged. He never got called. So why? He, you're up against the number one guy in the nation. Why not go down the wire and make it one one takedown match? You know, if you're not going to get dinged, you fucking wrestle that way. Yeah. Well, you. I mean, yeah. I. I. I, I, I think every Hawkeye wrestling fan was impressed with his performance. I um, I was, I was for sure. I th- I thought at the end. He he got in on a couple shots. At, once again, I hate to say it. Once again, he kind of let up with like two seconds left, you know. And uh, I kind of did that tonight too, a little bit. So upsetting. But what are you gonna do? Yeah. You know. And then uh, <clears throat> next we had um, Aaron Brooks, number one in the country. We. We're, I think, all expecting to see a Basad. But uh, Drake Rhodes went out there and see, got the, handled 22 to, or 22 to 7, got tacked. This is kind of one of those things where we're all kind of upset. It's like... T- tell, tell me this, though. Sure. If Seabrook doesn't get pinned... Well, we first off... Or, or Abus- not, not, not Seabrook. If, if Teske doesn't get pinned, and it's just a decision match, Seabrook lands... That throw. Uh, Abe's in there. Yeah. Are we? Is Abe going? He's going. Because because Abe. He came Abe, off Abe, that pin. Well, that and Abe per, last year, wrestled, wrestled fucking uh, uh, Brooks super close. Yeah. I think it was like a three or four, and, and Abe almost like finished a few takedowns. Like I I remember. Like, I, at that point, Brooks wasn't number one in the nation. I think he was, like, 8th or ninth or something like that. But it was a really tight match. So tell me, like, if if those two scenarios happen, Teske doesn't get pinned, and Kobe finishes that throw, and then we go out there, and assuming Abe doesn't get tacked or pinned, I mean, that's, that's not a victory, man. <clears throat> yeah, well, I was upset. Abe wasn't in there to begin with. Without that, without without those ups- hypotheticals, I was upset tonight that he wasn't in there. Yeah, Abe Abe did come off of uh, you know that pin. He got thrown and pinned in a weird against a Greco fucking guy. Weird, you know, and he didn't back out of a you know bear hug situation. Yeah. It, it, you think? There's potential that he got hurt on that throw. Maybe so. Yeah. I I, I I hope not. But I'm... I just don't know why we wouldn't have seen him against, like, in Minnesota. I mean, I get it. Like, you have 10 and number 9 coming up next. So if you're just trying to get him to regain or uh, kind of reset himself, like, yeah. set him out of those two. But I don't know. I think they would have been great redemption matches for him. Yeah, I. You, 
you know, we don't. Uh, that's that's the thing with Iowa wrestling. We're never gonna know what yeah. what happens injury wise. Never, unless they come off at the end. Well, th- and did you see that uh, little uh, short on Spencer Lee? I think I sent it to you on Messenger. When he's doing like the, well, the well, forearm was, lifts well, and when, stuff. When uh, he talks about how he tore his in nationals when he realized that he tore his other ACL and Brands was like like your good knee he's <laughs> like yeah he's like well what are we going to do he's like well I'm going to wrestle he's like alright well let's go and then and then he came out and after he won the national tournament um, Brands went up to him and goes you got to tell him tell him tell him about your knee yeah <laughs> and that like you know what I mean like so, unless we get put in that scenario, like, I, yeah, we'll never know. Well, it's a, it's a catch-22, right? If you, tell some, if you say anything about an injury ahead of time, people are going to target it, right? Mm-hmm. It's happened time in, time out. You know, we all know. You wear a brace, that's the knee you shoot towards, you know? And, um... And so Iowa wrestling, they do the ultra extent of that, where they don't tell nobody nothing. I know. And and you you from a <laughs> you understand it, but it's so frustrating from yeah. a, from a fan perspective. Because you but, just want to know, like, what? Tell me. But I get it. Though. Like like Matt McDonough, what is going on with him? Mm-hmm. You know, it all comes out. And we all find out eventually, but. And but that's what builds legacies too. Yep, Corey Clark. Corey Clark. It because because here's the thing Ryan when it when the all Ryan Morningstar we all knew we all he knew. couldn't hide that he oh. had one ACL and which but and once again that built a legacy though that that's this is that's the thing because we all know those things are just a mindset yeah, sometimes and, and even 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 still like even when. Morningstar tore his ACL. Yeah. We all knew he tore his ACL. Yeah, nobody else did. Not no, many else. Everybody knew that huh. he tore his ACL. Why? Well, what I'm saying is, the coaches never came out and said he was wrestling on a torn ACL. Like yeah. it was still, like I don't care how obvious it is, but we're we, not gonna come out and tell you exactly what's wrong. And then he goes out and he wrestles, fucking. Uh, Olympic trials. Remember that? Yeah. He didn't give two fucks. And because, and it's a mindset. If you can handle it in your own mind and wrestle accordingly, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. And that's, that is, I mean, if everybody knew what Terry Brands was going through when he got his bronze, he got a fucking bronze medal off of a shoulder that was shot. That yeah. nobody would like. He didn't go to a doctor because they knew he would. They would tell him no. Yeah. You know, he didn't say a word. Yeah, and I'm gonna. You know what? Like, I'm gonna give a shout out to a Carol wrestler here. Mm-hmm. Because we had a wrestler, um, James Dirks, tore his ACL, second to the last game of football season. It's our one twenty five pounder. Wrestled an entire year, state qualifier, one match away from placing, and 
He was one of those kids. Like it was it was totally a mental thing. Like he knew he could go on it. And he went on it. And there was times it would buckle. And he would stop for a second and scream in pain. And he would literally start punching his knee. And then he'd jump up and he'd be fired up and ready to go. And it was it was just one of those things where it's like it is. It's fucking it is a mental thing. It is it, it is one hundred percent mental. Like it hurts. And it, it and it and it can if you let it get the best of you, it can it can ruin you. But if you have the mental mindset to overcome it, you can. And that's what makes a guy like Morningstar a fucking tough ass motherfucker. Because he knew how to wrestle with it, and he knew how, how to. Yeah, he's accommodate. He, 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 he accommodate. And come he, and, and come over the mental and, hurdle that and, that that, that well, has on on. An not only not only at at this level too, the mental hurdle is one which a lot of these guys have. We're we're not saying like nobody can do it. Like a lot of be a lot of people have this. You know, uh, ability. There's you, me. I don't. I I'd fucking quit right then and there. But <laughs> I'd be like, "Fuck you guys." I got uh, you know. I got a life this to live later. This ain't my life. Yeah, I got fucking more years, hopefully. <laughs> but you know, there's a lot of people that can do it. It it's it's more like, can you imagine the amount of the combination to me is what blows my mind they're that talented they're that good a spencer lee is that good that he knows what angles he cannot do with his knees mm-hmm. to not do them and still win matches yep, he knows where where he can, what, where he can position himself to still to still get a takedown and get points think of this think of this he, he knows level. that's a whole nother fucking level. Yeah. That's a whole nother fucking mindset. When you like, all right, I know this side of my yep. knee or this angle of my knee is fucked. I know this other side of my knee <laughs> and this angle is fucked. I'm going to keep it right here between the lines. It's like driving drunk, I feel. You know, like, <laughs> here's what I got. And I'm really yeah. good right here. Yeah. If we can't relate if, to if Spencer they, Lee, we should all be able to relate to this yeah, if you're listening to yeah. this podcast. I'm, I'm fucking hammered right now. All right? If I can stay right in here, I'm fucking... It's, like throwing, it's like throwing darts when you're drunk as shit. I can throw darts really good when I'm hammered, right? But you th- you 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 start talking to me over here, and I'm throwing darts at the same time, I'm fucked, right? I, this is what I'm thinking. You know, the, the, it's a whole nother fucking scent. Actually, think of that. It right there. It's like blinders. You blind out everything else in the world, and it's that there in front of you, and that's all you got, and this is all you have to deal with, and you make du- deal. You make you make it best of what you can do with that. Yeah. You know, and 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 sure. You can imagine all the things you could have done when you had great knees, but this is what I got right now. Yeah. And I'm still going to be the best in the world. Yep. Think of that. Yeah. 
Is that not crazy? Yeah, because you're that much elevated over everybody else. Like you you are a phenom. You're you're a, you're a god amongst men. <laughs> I agree with you, Gav. Jesus H Christ. Yeah. I I fucking cut my thumb and I'm done for the day. I'm laying down taking a nap. Fuck this all, you know? I don't get it. All right. So <laughs> How do we move it? We're on Ava's side. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how we ended up here. So, uh, Jacob Warner lost a close one to Max Dean. Um, Felt like Jacob Warner, honestly, was just as good um, up until... (coughs) He he was wrestling his finals match again. Yeah. He was right there. He was ready to go. He's got to figure out how to get up. My Uncle Rad, did I tell you this? I didn't tell you this. The next day, he goes to um, the uh, shout out here coming, but uh, the, uh, what the fuck? Well, it's not much of a shout out if I don't know the name, but uh, the Daisy Lion, I think it's called, or whatever breakfast joint down in Iowa City downtown. And, um, and, they were sitting there eating next Aiden and him were sitting and eating and and uh, I think it was uh Mirren maybe with Warner I don't know somebody else with Warner and and uh Red went ahead and bought their breakfast and they got talking and and Warner was talking and Jacob was like this was I had him this was I I was looking for this I was ready to go he's like and once again you know Going back to what we were saying, you know, if tournament style wise, something you get beat or something throws you off your path, and when you had something in mind and it, it hurts bad and stuff, it really threw him for a loop. But he thought he had that one. He wanted Max Dean bad. And, and, he wanted him. And and, honestly, and you could tell. You could honestly, see it. And Warner Warner's good from bottom, and that's the thing that kind of sucks about it is like he got ridden out. You know, and that's what lost him the, the duel was the escape and then the right out. Which sucks because that's like uh And he was he was so close so many times from from escaping. But. And no 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 like I I don't I don't want to say like the this in a weird like demeaning thing for Max Dean's a studly rider, right? But that's like amateur level shit. Just get out from yeah, bottom. Right. right? Yeah, at that we level. all know. We all know. Do a stand up go. Like, like do a stand up go. Like stand up switch. Even, stand up buh. Even, you know? even with how impressive and we'll we'll talk more about Paris and Cassiope later, but even with how impressive like Paris looks like physically, like or or, or how impressive Cassiope looks. Like the the physical transformation that kid's gone through for the last two years is so fucking impressive. But then you put him up against kids like Paris, well, like he is. Uh, Paris was built pa- for that. Yes, Paris. Paris looks. It 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 it, it it's mind boggling how tough Cassiope looks against ninety nine percent of his competition. But then you put him against a Paris, you're like, whoa. Well, here's that, that's here's a big dude. And that's that's kind of uh, here, here. Here's what I'm gonna say. Paris is like that natural build. Like he has that that physique, right? Yeah. 
Cassiope doesn't have that natural physique. You know, he's a big boy like me. Yeah, he earns it. Yeah, he he has to work for what he has. You know, and you know he doesn't necessarily. He's tall, but he's more of a he's a pudgy kid. Let's not lie. Like in fact, I will not be surprised. Unfortunately, sorry, <laughs> Cass. You know he, he's going to grow up and he's he's going to you know drink some beers and shit, and he's going to be he's going to be a big boy. You know, um, because that's what his body build is. But but yeah, so. Kind of going back to my point though is is Cassiope for the most part up until the very end of that match against Paris, like he had no problem being able to work through it and to get out from bottom from a, a, a somebody who is obvious from like a at least like a eyeball test is a physical specimen in comparison, and he was still well Mason, Mason Paris is not. He's he he's not a writer. He's not like that kind of guy. You know, he's he's lanky and stuff, but he's he's more lean and I I don't know. Do you really think that he well, no. should be a good writer? Oh, is that what you're saying? No, what I'm what I'm saying is is Warner's got to be able to get out from bottom, especially against kids that I I mean, not that Mac like you said, Max Dean's a stud. I just feel oh, we're talking about Max. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I'm bringing it back to. Warner being able to get out from bottom from a Max Dean. Max when, Dean's when, a good writer. When, when, yep. Yeah, I know he's a good writer, but at the same time, you're an NCAA finalist. You better have one of the best stand-ups in the nation. Like that should be a go-to. Well, he's he's on on a Max Dean. He needs a second move. Well, this is like high school talk. You know. You need to hit a stand-up switch. You need to hit a stand-up sit-out cutaway. You need to hit a... He doesn't have a second move from bottom. He really doesn't. Yeah. Well... And, and even then, he, he's one of those guys that he is slow-moving. He does the whole tripod thing and da-da-da-da-da. There's no explosiveness out of him. And from bottom, on a Max Dean, I think he needs that. You know, he needs to at least maybe make a quick shift, shift up or down or sideways to get the weight off of him and then make a move. Because what he does is seriously i mean I, he's strong here's the thing warner's so strong that he's been able to get away with it a lot of what in more in college in college more and more in college um especially at heavier weights there's always been a thing where there's less riding right yeah. and um he's he's got to make that that weight shift get the sh- weight off of him and make a move but yeah max dean is good on on top, he's good on top. Um, yeah. So that was that was a little bit of heartbreak, especially with the way the match started. You felt like there was a shot there, um, and we had to win the next two matches to have a shot to win the duel against Penn State. And then we had uh, Cassiope going against Kirk Levet, and I think every Hawkeye fan in the back of their heads is thinking, it's "Like, well, what if he can pit him?" And that didn't happen. Yeah. Kirk Levet won. It, it it was only four to one, but I at at no point did I feel like uh, Cassiope had an advantage in this match. And you could tell what well, fact didn't he like let him up. I think he let him up in the third to try to throw him. 
I think I can't, I can't even remember. Honestly. I think he did, and so that once again goes to the point where it's like he's he's, he's going for, for a team, team win, team win as opposed to yeah, an individual win, which you gotta love a kid for that. Yeah. Um, well, and he's known as a pinner. In fact, I think just coming out, I believe he leads the nation in most points. For a team, you know, team yeah, points, four point seven eight, I believe. USA Wrestling came out with a post just this week that said that so far he's been the most dominant wrestler. Yeah, yeah, that's saying something. Yeah. Yep, that's. And I'm sure, like, uh, we'll talk about Michigan here in a little bit, but yeah. we went into Minnesota. Um, I don't think we need to talk a whole lot about this, yeah. other than um, Warner. Mean, well, yeah. So, we came out on fire against Minnesota. We opened up the duel winning 15-0, to zero, or 18-0. to zero. And then we just went on a complete um, downfall from there. We didn't wrestle Cass. Uh, Jacob Warner got upset to Michael Foy. Um, Rhodes wrestled in place of, uh, of, of Abe. Um, who else? We we didn't wrestle. Uh, who was seventy four? We didn't wrestle Patrick Kennedy, so it it was just kind of a. It it was we basically solidified the victory after one sixty five. Or no, we did wrestle Patrick Kennedy. We didn't wrestle um, Nelson, but we solidified the victory eighteen to zero basically, and then we just went on autopilot. And we threw. We needed a break. Second. Yeah, which is which is fine. Um, if, uh, when you're watching it as a fan, it like, sucked. Hold, well, it you, sucked. Well, you're watching. You're like, holy fuck, we're killing it. And then you just don't like. We just we don't wrestle anybody, and it's like, what the hell? I'd much rather that than having losses. Oh, for sure. But we. Probably wouldn't have had losses. Well, and they didn't expect that, some... they didn't expect a lot more. They didn't expect Warner to lose. I'm sure they're maybe even thinking maybe a major or something in that weight class. So that would have been that would have flipped it like 22 to nine, you know. But ended up being 1813. It, it is what it is. But redemption, redemption. So as flat as we looked against Minnesota, and. I wouldn't. No, I can't even say we look flat against Penn State, even though it was disappointing. I, don't I, think, I think we wrestle well at Penn State, really. For I the th- most part, I think so too, and I think it's going to be a tighter nationals than people are expecting. Yep, I agree. Um, so going into tonight's duel, um, Iowa. So I, they're they're. Wrestling fans, if you're looking to, if you're a sports betting fan, there is one app that offers almost every duel, and it's Betfred. Betfred, remember that. Iowa was a nine and a half point favorite in this duel, and I honestly didn't think they would cover. You bet against Iowa. Well, I did it, so I wouldn't be disappointed if we did mm-hmm. if we didn't win it. It's like a consolation prize. Mm-hmm. I did. I did bet against Iowa. Son of a bitch. God damn it! I'm an idiot. 
but it's the best. Like I don't, I don't think I've ever once bet against Iowa ever once. Yeah, in my whole life. I think it was the first time. In my whole life, I've never once. I just didn't want to leave the duel. And like, you did it I against. Here's the thing, though. Iowa wrestling. I cheer. I was cheering against hmm. my bet the entire duel. I interesting to me where your loyalties lie. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I was just trying to be realistic, and I was an idiot, and I'm so glad that I was an idiot. And how much did you lose? Oh, like five bucks. Oh, I didn't. I didn't care that much. Interesting. I just wanted the the like. You know what? I'll stop and get a roadie. At what point? At what point? If Iowa only wins by nine points. At what point were you rooting against Iowa in the I was duel? Never at any point. Right? What what match did you want us to lose? I didn't want us to lose any match. <laughs> oh, you cock! No, I do that. I've done it with Iowa football mm. a lot. Mm. Because here's the thing, I I put so much weight into. Iowa wrestling and Iowa football. That it almost ruins my entire week yeah. when they lose. So I bet against them sometimes so I don't feel as shitty when they do lose. Do you, do you know how stupid you sound? I don't care. I don't care. I'm just telling you what I do to cope with losses. <laughs> And it works like it like there's there are there have been plenty of games where I have won a bet and the game ends and it's just like well fuck at least I won. I get it for like basketball or something you don't care about, which is what I do. Oh, I I do it for basketball. But what sucks is I I bet on basketball. I know nothing about. And and I lose, and then I hate Iowa basketball even more. <laughs> I always lose with Iowa basketball every fucking time. Yeah. And then I'm like, this is why this is not my sport. I fucking hate this sport. This is the dumbest thing. They put balls in round things, and whoop-de-fucking-do. I could do that all day. Like, Yeah, you'd be great at it, for sure. I played jungle basketball. I was a dominant jungle, beast, jungle and you know that. Fun. You know how great jungle I was. basketball has like no actual doesn't follow any real rules of basketball, and that's why I was great at it. <laughs> <laughs> so we move on, and with Michigan, Michigan duel. We, I overall, let's just say I loved it. We wrestled. Great for the most part. Yeah, I don't think there was a down point yeah. outside of one. Uh, what Cassiope? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> first off, no, I don't. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Cassiope beat Mason Paris. The fact that the rep that was that was like a ten count of him being on his back, and they didn't give anything. That was a four-point... That was a takedown with a four-point move. Cassiope, in my opinion... Like, I, I know... 
Well, here's the thing. I know it, it was fluky, and to be able to... Why to, is it fluky? Well, to, to catch... Is there not a danger? Yo, there is. And did they not call danger? They did. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So what is fluky about it? Well, what I'm saying is, like, trying to catch... Catching Paris in that a, a similar situation in a, in a... And another like oh you're saying that to, a, a big for it to happen again yes is fluky but there was nothing like rules I, are rules I, here I, here's my thing I cannot stand let's first off let's let's get through and let's talk about this afterwards let's let's get through okay so Spencer Lee came out um, dominant yeah in, in fact I'm happy he didn't he 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 didn't pin or anything he wrestled a full match yeah got and a his down in the third like, his stamina looked good it, the best has looked all season he's still not all the way there but it looks better and better yep and then we had Brody Teske came out great here's the thing I think so I know we heard those rumors um from Ayla's mom and everything that and, and especially Lee came out and said it that he basically hasn't been wrestling live. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Spencer Lee's been wrestling in the room a lot more because what I saw out of Brody Teske tonight was like a yeah. new image of Spencer Lee. Yeah, and what what he's referring to is there was a lot of tilts happening. A lot of tilts. And yeah. Yes, I I would say. Well, first off, tilts like I, I so we were sitting, the zapitals were right in front of us. Yep. And um, and one of my idols, I mentioned him probably I don't know what five times on this podcast. Love Chad Zapital, one of my favorites. And uh, anyways, I I they were laughing when somebody in the back barked like. Somebody's been wrestling with Spencer, you know, or something like that. There's truth to that. There's truth to that. And their their whole thing, I know why they were laughing. Laugh is, is tilts have been around for God's age, you know? Yeah. And it's just a matter of, it is a, it is a fine-tuning technique. It, it's not easy. It really is not. But is, it, is it? But the, is it a the, coincidence the, that we see so many of our guys doing it? The comment tilt. The comment made was that's easy points that set them off. I know, and uh, I I get it. This is I get the visual it. And wrestling. Yeah, there's nothing. No there's points. no easy points. <laughs> yeah. You guys need to relax. I get it. We you know Spencer Lee's there, and and he I guarantee. I guarantee that he does help everybody with their tilts and how to cinch things up and where their hands should sit on a on two on one and stuff like that and how to get your hip lever leverage and all that stuff a hundred percent. Yep. So um, yeah, I mean, but yeah, I, I saw where the Zappables were laughing about it, like thinking, "Shut up, you don't know wrestling." Type of thing. <laughs> that's pretty much what they were getting at. Yeah, I you gotcha. know. <laughs> well, he looked. Damn good. Um, so we were winning by tech, or one, wins by tech, winning 9 0, going into 141. Real Woods came out. He had another couple good tilts God, right yeah. there. One, yeah. And he got that late takedown with like 15 seconds left. There, I, 
people wanted him to turn him. I wanted him to cut him right away and try to go for another takedown. But, you know. Real Woods, he's, I mean, he is looking good. I He's on a tear. Yeah. And I like it, and I think a lot of it's excitement still about being with Iowa, not going to lie. Like, I really, this sounds maybe, I don't know what you want to call it, but it he really loves being with Iowa. You can tell he plays with the crowd more than what he would oh, yeah. ever would yeah. anywhere else. Yeah. You know, and you can see you could see that in Bernie Teske's match too. Yeah. You could tell those guys that aren't used to being in the Iowa program. Yeah, and watching they, that they crowd, love that fandom. That crowdy rub. Yeah, like you can feel like I get goosebumps just yeah. watching their reaction to it. Yeah, you know, it's and you know I can't even imagine that. I'm like I'm there with them. You know, we sit there with them. You know, when yeah. you think about We've been it, part of those crowds for a decade. But can but, you imagine not being there and not having that, like, and then... As much as I love you and I, I'm sorry, a gym of 5,000 people, like, it's going to be so minuscule compared to what you're experiencing. But there's good and, and bads with and it. And flame shooting up. There, and, there's good and bads with it. I mean, we've... We'll actually, I'll mention it later, but there's good and bads with it, you know? Yeah. Um, Max Marin came out and looked... Solid, Good, dominant, solid. Yeah, um, took him a little, a little bit to get to his offense, but once he got there, he was, yeah, like you said, solid and dominant. Um, Cody Seabrick. This was, in my opinion, this was, um, because I didn't, I didn't anticipate the Cassiope Paris match being as close as it was. So on paper, like for me. This, to me, was the most exciting matchup of the entire night because I knew Kobe was good enough to win this match, and uh, it just came down to whether or not it was going to happen. And you know what? It's crazy. Kobe is is just like we talked about with the Penn State duel. He's, he, he, he has an opportunity in every match to win. He keeps raising he, – like, he, he, he keeps – just constantly moving himself up the ladder one, one, literally one step at a time. It's like he's you're talking not, about matches. I'm talking, yeah, yeah. Uh, just, just as far as the competition that he's wrestling, because he he started out unranked and he's just been slowly building himself up. And he, you know, when he wrestled um, uh, uh, Haynes from from Penn State. You know, number six in the country. Like you know that kid. He, he was what was Kobe was ranked seventeenth going into that match. Like coming out of that match, even though it was disappointing because you knew he could have won that, you knew like this is not a number seventeen ranked wrestler. He is. Uh, this is, and especially after tonight, he's an all American. He's an all-American. I, I I feel like it would be a dis it would be disappointing. Um, I mean, even if he made it to the round of twelve, I think nobody would look at his season as a disappointment. But I think that this is an all-American kid this year. I would you not say okay? I had this conversation earlier. He 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 is on fire. You know. He's doing a lot of funky moves, a lot of things that are catching people. Like, I saw him do a high crotch that literally, I don't even know how he was doing it. It was more like 
you know, it it wasn't a, he he is not doing um conventional wrestling, right? Yeah. Yeah, look Which at his is, goal, look at his win tonight. It yeah. it was uh, it, it was mad awareness and experience. Yep. And I'm I love it. And yep. that that's because wrestling is not yeah, it's it, reaction. It's all about your reaction time, your your feel, your what you do best on the mat. Like he is not a normal fifty seven pounder, right? Yep. Height wise and lankiness and all that stuff. But at the same time, I'm gonna say this. I mean I was I was I remember I, I when I wrestled my dad was coaching stuff and I used to just bear hug people and put them down the mat or I would trip them and put them down the mat never had a real takedown right and he kept saying over and over again you gotta have this one takedown if you want to beat the top five people you have to have this one takedown the one you go to you're re- old reliable you know you have to have it and I I demoed 9,000 of them, right? Never got it. It's tricky. He, uh, you know, I hope that he's not in that predicament. I hope that he does have that go-to. He's holding on to it, you know? Something other than a funky double double underhook to a scramble. Yeah. 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 you need an old reliable that you know so well that you could do it blindfold. And he's a freshman, though. So I, I, I get I, I, Hey, we yeah. talked about with, like, Mirren, right? Everything comes with experience. But why not be a national champ right now? Yeah. Why not be a national champ for the next four years? Why not be a guy that can develop it now, you know, and have everything? You know, have all this funkiness, and then when you need that one takedown, that one thing that you need when you thought you were out of the match because all you know is all this other stuff. Yep. You know, I you know, I used to think my dad was dumb shit. Still kind of do. But I'm, you know, I looking back, I agree. You, There's always that one scenario that one like gosh dang it i wish i had that go-to thing that i you know nobody can stop and and you know what it's funny it seems so easy it seems so easy you and i talking about this seems so easy to say that oh you know just develop that one thing that nobody can stop right it seems so easy that uh just that one move that like uh, this is my move right it it takes years to develop yeah. and there, and thousands it's not and of it's not it's not years of like oh le- perfecting it or learning it it's confidence in it and that's what he needs yeah. he needs to conf- yeah, confidently big. be aware of that one takedown and don't use it you know sure yeah you can use it whenever you need if it's that good you know like john smith had that low single and stuff you know but well you can build repetition as much as you want, but until you start hitting it live and, and it actually working, like it's not going to be something that you have in your arsenal. And I'm not going to lie, he might have it. Yeah. it. It. I hope he has it. I hope he has it. It's so well hidden, nobody will ever know until we we see it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm gonna. Bet how great that. that is. That would be great. Because you know how many people actually like like when I was, I remember 
when I was a junior and senior, I had that one or two, and I was like, this is my thing. And I, I would use it sparingly. And I it was when if if he, if he could be working on it. But so far, I don't see a, that one consistent thing that is his go-to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. We'll get a lot more of uh, Kobe to watch over the years, too. Yeah. Then we have Patrick Kennedy. He went up against um, unranked Alex Wesselman tonight, and he fucking looked great just building off the momentum that he's been building. Once again, I think Patrick Kennedy, I mean, we've talked about it a couple times, he's like an unsung hero because he's like... He's not flashy. He's falling in the footsteps of Marinelli. Well, and I, I feel like that's him, him and Kobe together. Like, like what a, what a great like when you have to replace a Marinelli and, um, Kimmer. Who's one fifty seven last year or Young? Young, Caleb Young. So you're replacing, well, uh, two All Americans. And the fact that we're we plug a kid like Kobe and Patrick in there, and to see them progressively get better as the season goes on, yeah. is it, it, it's what you want to see from 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 a, as a fan. It, it, it's it's awesome. Those those were other than uh, and you uh, know what's crazy one forty one that we put real woods in there over over Kimmer. Like, that's, uh, those were our biggest, kind of, in my opinion, those were our biggest question marks because we kind of knew what the rest of our lineup was going to be. And they are, they are guys that, like, Kobe's a freshman? Kobe's a freshman, yeah. Kobe's a freshman. Kennedy's a sophomore. Like, these guys are going to be multi- like they're gonna win. They're, they're gonna be no all, Kobe. All Kobe is a sophomore. Um, he he wrestled a little bit last year. I don't know how that red shirt goes, but um, Kobe Kobe definitely is a lot more flashy than what Young was. He, he, the the problem the not problem, but the thing with um. Kennedy is he he's so much like Marinelli and like kind of a nice exciting and just does the right thing like hard nose yeah like just gonna gonna beat you in every position yep and and he he's not flashy doesn't do any big moves nothing like that you got a pin tonight yep yep uh, it looked great I mean he looked good yeah and and he will be I mean. He's he's a stud. I mean, he will be a guy that will be to reckon with later. Like he the it, his name will come out more. And I, actually, I think he and 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 even Kobe. Like when I was talking about him with not having that go to move and stuff, and not having like a consistent consistent kind of um, I don't know consistent approach or atmosphere around him or move or whatever that that you know the, the 
here's the thing. Kobe will be great, and he's talented, but he, people are going to start looking at some of the, They're going to play him softer because he was an underdog, right? And same with Patrick Kennedy. Patrick Kennedy, they'll start to be like, oh, God, this guy's good, and yeah. they'll play him softer, but it will play in Kennedy's benefit when they play him softer. You know? I see when, what you're saying. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, they will catch on to Kobe, and they will catch on to Kennedy, but with Kennedy's style, it will work in his benefit because he can get more aggressive that way. Kobe cannot. And, and you know, it it doesn't mean it, it won't change, you know, Kobe. Or adjust, yeah. Yeah, it won't. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yep. Like it, Kobe will still do what he does, and he will still have some funk, and there will be those flashes of amazing like we see right now, and it will keep co- going. But he, the, he, I feel he needs like that one or two takedown thing, and then and then Kendi, it won't phase him one bit. He'll only get better with it because people will also adjust and be like more laid back, and and like and he will get more aggressive, and then he can do more. Of what we see out of a Marinelli type of style. Yep, I hear you, man. Um. Yep, and then we we had uh, Nelson Brands at one seventy four, won five to one tonight. Look, I mean, looked really solid. Like I, I think the only criticism that we had was he kind of he he got that leg at the end and showboated, held on to it yep. and backed him out a little bit to finish the match, like. We, what we were saying, you know, it would have been fun to see him like throw that leg, throw him out of bounds, or drive him out of bounds, throw him on his be a be a Iowa wrestler, aggressive like like your your dad and uncle were, you know, like he has that ability. Yeah, I and 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 quite honestly, whether he knows it or not, or whether whether we're wrong or not, he has the um, leadership. He has that. Yeah, he has he has the backing of the coaches. He has the leadership role, and he needs to demonstrate how the rest of the wrestlers wrestle. Nope, I think yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's I don't know. It's it's unfortunate because I was I was that way. My dad was coach, and it was fucking frustrating because you know you you never can do anything right. First off, I get it. You know, and and. And, uh, you know, there's always some kind of criticism. But this one's, like, a little thing. You know, this is an easy thing to do. It's just finish your freaking matches. This is now the third or fourth one in a row that I've talked about. And I'm, as a fan, I'm frustrated because he has a brand's name. Like, he's a guy that, like, how many times have we seen? you You can go on fucking YouTube right now. And pull up any brand's like freaking you know highlight film, and you see every like one of them. There's a forum to the guy's back of the head after he won the match, and yeah. there's a you know, and there's yeah. a throwing him off the mat, and then just staring at him or an extra push and stuff, and he doesn't have it. Yep. All right. Must be the his mom and him. <laughs> it's not women. It's not, women it's not ruin it all. <laughs> um, and then we had a. Uh, uh, Abasad didn't wrestle Jake Rhodes. He got tech fall fifteen nothing. Um, not much to talk about there. Um, then we had Jacob Warner. Uh, came out and 
Freaking dominated. Yes, from what we saw to Jacob, you know, he had that really close loss to Max Dean that was a little bit heartbreaking and disappointing. But then he went out and got, you know, uh, uh, a, a big, like, not just a little upset, like a big upset to Michael Foy of Minnesota. So to watch him come out, you know, and he's all he's fallen all, all the way to number 11th in the nation. Um, came out and gets a tech fall in the first period. And this... I haven't seen Warner score points like that before. This is not a Warner move. And this is like a... This is a statement move. This is not like a... This is how I wrestle. This is a... Hey, fuckers. Don't give up on me. If you noticed... Did you notice this? He tries pumping up the crowd. Hands up. Like, pumping up the crowd... I can't demonstrate this right now on a radio type of whatever. He's pumping up the crowd, right? And then he didn't get the response he wanted. So then he waved him off like, fuck you guys. He was frustrated with us as fan base. And likely... I didn't, I didn't notice that. Yep. And it's, it's okay. He, de- he deserves to do that. Because I've been less reading a lot of the... F- Fan base bullshit. You know, yeah, there are some stupid shit that fans go said fuck yourselves, guys. Week. This guy, this guy is. I get it. He's in a rough patch, and you know, I don't think we really talked bad about him, but we haven't been as high on a Warner as we should because he was our only saving grace last year. Yeah. First off, but he was the only reason why we watched nationals last yeah. year. Yeah, go go fuck you guys. Go fuck or us. Watch finals. I mean. I I, uh, I agree with him. You know because there was I I read a quite a few streams because I saw his mom was involved. You know, and she would mention comments of just like, "Hey, please be nice." She, unlike some other, um, you know, we're not gonna mention it again, but some other moms on on Twitter and Facebook and stuff. She was more like, just be nice. This is an athlete that's trying his hardest and stuff. And quite honestly, she's right. Yeah. Go fuck yourselves. If I hear, if I see so many more, there's so many douchebags that I saw on there posting stuff like, Warner's a pussy. Why, why, why is he even wrestling still if he do, if he doesn't want to and all this shit. And or, or he's like he's not the Warner I thought he was or something like that. And it's like he is off. He just got done being a national runner up. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys fucking retarded? Yeah. And it's not like like it's one thing, like maybe if like it costs Iowa the duel, but at the same time it's like <laughs> The duels don't matter. Yeah, yeah, hey, you, grow up. Let's. You don't. Let's, you don't know what what that kid is dealing with on that particular week. For all we know, he's getting over a sickness, or he's he's uh, <laughs> he. You know, it, 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 we've all had those nights to where it doesn't click. You know. And I'm going to go over this in the heavyweight, but these duels don't matter. All that matters is nationals. Yeah. And guess what? He's our best national wrestler yet, right now. Yeah, and if you think that he would lose to Michael Foy in the Big Tens, like, you're crazy. Let him have that loss. Let him learn from it. Let him, don't don't be a douche because you showed up that one duel. And here's the thing, I'm not going to be shocked if if Warner gets third or even fourth at Big Tens. 
I'll be happy. But I'm I, not. I'm not gonna lie. I'll be happy. Yeah, but I, 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 I would not. Even if he finishes fourth at Big Tens, I'm not gonna be shocked to see him going for first or fourth. At, Stop right at there. NCAA's. What did you expect him to get last year? Do you remember? All just an All American. All American. Same here. We were we were both happy with him being yeah. top eight. And by the end of it, we we're like. At least we watch finals, and we were excited about it because he almost fucking won that match. Yeah, he did. And and all you guys that are ruining his mentality right now, or ruining his mom's mentality that might trickle down to him. You're ruining his potential in the tournament. Grow up. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Um, all right, fucking came, douches. Came down to God. What was? Easily the most exciting match of the duel. Mason Paris versus Tony Cassiope. Oh, it was hyped. Everybody was ready. Yeah. And there's a reason why we started at 25. Paris they wanted everybody to stick around. Paris, and it paid off. Paris came out in the first period and showed why he was number one in the nation. And then Tony Cassiope caught Mason Paris on his back with in danger zone. Should have been a six-point move. Should have won him the duel or the the match against Mason. Um, I don't think officials should be able to fucking review their own fucking calls. I don't think they can. Yeah, can they, they do. The, because there's two officials on the mat, and they go, and they review the monitor. Well, I think the second... Technically, I think the second official is supposed to review, and then they're supposed to... I don't care. I, I, yeah. I it needs to come down to a, a a third referee. I don't even care if you have one on the mat. Have somebody separated from that other official that is reviewing that. Because there there's dude, that was a there was a ten count. The only reason why been called. What was was that stopped because of time of the period? Yeah. Period ended. The only reason why that was ever stopped was the period ended. Right? Yeah. Right. Yep. So, it, he could have held that for days. Yeah. Days. And they're saying there's no back points. Dude, that was like a forty-five degree angle for ten seconds. My thing is, every single person in the arena could see it. My it thing is, is mind-boggling. I don't even. I don't. I can't comprehend how. How the ref doesn't overturn that or or count it like with all the tilts we see and all the quick one or one to two count like that I'm not even to get a two count I my really, thing really frustrated me Gap. my thing is is okay if they call danger right which they did correct do they not call danger yeah, they did because he got yeah. he got his takedown. I, I know. I I want the the audience to hear. So they okay. called danger, right? So my thing is, if they called danger at that point, and you it's don't let go, <laughs> it's got to be a count. There has to be a count, right? If there's not, and you say no danger, don't you have to say like no danger? Because couldn't he release and swing around, grab his arm, and still get backs? He could have. Right? You have to give us a point to where, hey, no danger. We're not going to call danger. It's a takedown, though. Or something like that. 
in order for you to try to get your back points still. Because he could have easily reached back, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm looking at this, he had he had the guy's, he had Paris's arm trapped in his legs. He could have easily just reached back. He had the body lock, right? Just reach back, grab that elbow, and boom. Well, it's easier so than that against Mason Paris. But, but yeah. why not? But, yeah, if you know that you're not getting why not? Counts, why waste the time then? Yeah. Or call, why, why not call fucking stalemate then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, why it, it, why it, are we it, wasting the time? Exactly. is what I'm saying. Because Cassiope's sitting there thinking he's getting. He ca- thought he was getting, but yeah. And if he knows he's not, then he then then it should have been a stalemate yeah. or something. Dude, it was a bullshit match. I don't bullshit. I'm not saying that Mason's not the better. I wouldn't wrestler. say it's a bullshit match. I'm. I would say the call was, was confused. The call was confusing. I I would match wise. I will first off say Mason Paris took us down pretty much at will. Yeah, except for when we took him down. But which was in the instance we're talking about no, when? No, he got a takedown in the third. Took the lead. Remember? Who? Cassiope. Oh, so he it, he was it was four to five at the end of the second period, and Cassiope got a takedown in the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in, in the in the that's where he got his seven points from. He got a takedown early in the third. Paris got the escape. Cass was winning seven six. And then Paris took him down and rode him out to win nine to seven. With, so with right time. So outside of the that takedown, I mean the the the. But yeah, yeah, I know what uh, you mean. Like, it's any, pretty any, obvious. Any Come shot. on, if we saw the, if you, if the, if the viewers saw the match, Ma- Paris Ma- basically has had like five takedowns on. He's his got own. a great crackdown, man. Yeah, like you can't yeah. stop it. Yeah, he if he grabs that leg, like you're getting cracked. Cass down is and, falling down. Yeah, it's he's, it, the, he's tough. And and but you know what's crazy is so Cass has beaten him a few times. And a lot of it was... Yeah, he's never beaten Paris. Not Paris. The Kirk Levet. Kirk Levet, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But, so, the the differences between the two is Kirk Levet doesn't take those shots. Right. Mason does. Cash really needs to figure out how to stop those shots. Well, you know what? I. But, to, but to, here's... To, to here's... Me, here's, here's what I'm getting out of this is, <laughs> to me, once again, I talked about this earlier, sometimes losses are good, especially something like this, where this is a good one because I feel like Cass felt like he can win that match, you know? Like, whatever it was, you know, there was an instance he could have won that match, <coughs> and um, sure he didn't get you know the win, but this was what this it's it's a it was a chance, you know, and even though uh, I still think it was a confidence builder. It, it was it was a confidence builder, and it was is even though we we didn't get that win, we didn't get that call. I I thought it was a good match to have. Like a lot of people were saying, why don't we just fucking forfeit it? Well, that and, and I think Cass Cass is a smart wrestler. 
He is. Like, I, I think, like, uh, it, that's going to play into his confidence moving forward against Kirk Levet and Paris, is that um, he's smart in his positions. And that that's why he should have beaten Paris, because he's able to catch him in the right situation. And I, I, I don't think he's going to look at that as, like, a fluky thing. Hopefully not, but it it was a definitely interesting match. A lot of people might have to rewatch that one, but yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's a long podcast, Gab. Well, how long was it? We're pushing about what an hour thirty minutes or yeah. so. That's well, one of our longer ones. That's what you get when you get have Penn State, Michigan, yeah. and Minnesota, and when you go to Hawaii and ruin everything. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. All right. Go Hawks, guys. Go we'll, Hawks. We'll be back. Okie State. Okie State. Uh, the 19th. Sure. Next Sunday. Yep. 3.30. Go Hawks. Bye. Bye.